This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hello, I'm Hanif Baharuddin. You're tuned into the show that brings you closer to the people and places of our capital city. Actually, at first, I was afraid of speaking to older people. I mean, like growing up in a traditional and conservative community, like I'm always told to not interfere, you know, like to speak freely to seniors because sometimes it will be uh, perceived as rude. So I started engaging the senior citizen community when I was doing my PhD studies in Hong Kong. That was eight years ago in 2012. And um, that was when I realized that I actually enjoy having conversations with them because they have so many amazing stories that could be passed down uh, to enrich our next generation. That's Tan Yun Yi, project lead of Pinkil Technology Senior, an initiative that teaches senior members of the society how to use and utilize digital technology. As you heard earlier, she overcame her fear of older people to eventually empower them. Yeah, and then there's also a story involving your grandmother and an iPad, right? Uh, maybe perhaps you can share that with us? Oh yeah, so actually it was my first time being away from my family when I go to Hong Kong for my, my PhD studies. So I was quite worried, you know, like to be separated, especially my grandmother. Like, I was very close to my grandmother. So at that time, you know, the digital gadget is getting more popular at that time in 2012. So, you know, like, I told my grandmother, like, why not? Why not I buy you an iPad or at least when I'm far away, I could still see you, you know, it's just not about just listening to my voice that like you might want to see whether you know I'm getting thinner ke, I'm getting fatter ke, you know like things like that and then uh, at first she rejected the idea lah. she said you know oh, I'm so old already you asked me to use this kind of gadget or how can mana boleh and things like that and I say it's okay lah I, I'll just buy and then if you want to use it if you feel like using it you can start using it lah. but I just teach her the basic thing because you know she was quite afraid of the gadget. Lah. So I just teach her the basic things like, you know, how do you answer calls or how do you, you know, if you don't know, because she uh, she cannot read, like she's illiterate. So I have to find out like, how do I, you know, like teach her how to uh, go through the call list and things like that. So I put my picture and say, if you want to call me, you look for my picture and you tap on this and that and you'll be able to call me. Lah. So uh, I waited lah when I was in Hong Kong. I waited and waited like, is she going to call me or things like that? Then one day, like finally, I saw her, like calling me already on the uh, on my iPad. So I said, hey, it's not impossible actually. If they found the purpose to use the gadget, they will eventually use it lah, regardless of her age. She's around 80, by the way, 80 years old. It's definitely an interesting story to listen to at a time when digital technology is almost at its peak and the knowledge regarding these things that we use and take for granted on a daily basis tend to be circulated almost exclusively among the younger section of the community. With Bengal Technology Senior, Tan Yun Yi plans to break that mold and make it more inclusive. Let's hear her story. My name is Tan Yun Yi. I'm currently working as a senior lecturer in University Science Malaysia, Penang. So basically, uh, Bankil Technology Seniors started as a community service project. Uh, it is actually designed to empower our senior citizens in Malaysia. So it is founded in 2019 by myself in my workplace, which is Pusat Technology Pengajaran dan Multimedia, USM Penang. 
you know, the whole Bankil technology thing uh, started from there, where I feel that, uh, you know, we can actually try to engage the senior citizen community to try to learn new technologies. So when I was doing my PhD studies in Hong Kong, like I would, you know, conduct visits to nursing homes to keep the seniors company and sometimes just to have conversations with them. And I also like visited senior citizens who are living alone in public housings. And uh, that was my first time interacting with the seniors who are totally strangers. And then in one of my visits, you know, I met a senior who was living alone. She was actually bounded to a wheelchair and like spending most of her time sitting in the middle of the uh, living room. And she was listening to the radio only. So every time we visited her, she was actually very happy. La. And then, um, you know, like she told us, you know, growing old means losing her own independence to do things on her own. And also she told us that, you know, her days felt very long and meaningless because she had to rely on the social workers to send her food every day and to get out from the home. So she had to rely on the social workers. So in a way, she felt that she couldn't do anything on her own. So that was when I started sharing about digital services to her. Like I told her, you know, like nowadays you you can just do your uh, food ordering online by using the apps. And if you needed to go out, if you need a driver, you can use the e-hailing services and things like that. So before this, nobody has ever shared all this with her, you know. Uh, she's living alone and there's no younger generation living with her. But she was so excited to learn about this thing. She's like, oh, oh, we already have all this thing. I've never thought that we could have all this and things like that. So, um, but she said, like, although we have all this advancement like, at this time, but nobody is there to teach her. Nobody is there to share all this technology advancement with her. So if the services are available, also, she might not be able to use it because she don't know where to start. She don't know who to go to. Yeah, so that time it sparked like, like oh, maybe we can try to initiate something, you know, to help them just to have sharing sessions with them. It doesn't have to be a very uh, formal learning session where you have to go to classes and things like that. It can be just a 10-minute sharing, like telling them about uh, what we have, what we do with the, our gadgets right now. So that would be very interesting, you know, to connect them back to the modern society. Yeah, and that was based on your experience uh, interacting with the senior citizens in Hong Kong, right? Uh, did you observe any differences between... Um, the communities there versus the communities here? Uh, yeah, like uh, when I got back to Malaysia in 2018, right? So I was think I was already thinking about, you know, bringing back my initiatives from Hong Kong to Malaysia, but I was not sure about the current situation in Malaysia. Like, because like I, I mentioned previously, I have never engaged the senior citizen community in Malaysia before until I go to Hong Kong. But when I returned to Malaysia in 2018, I noticed that, you know, the number of cybercrime cases are actually on the rise. When you go through the news feed and things like that, I think almost every month, lah, almost every month we will see, you know, especially senior citizens being scammed, you know, like Macau scam and things like that. So I thought, mm, what is, I mean, I was thinking, like, what is what is wrong with the situation? Like, what can I do to help? Like, you know, like, instead of thinking who should be responsible for uh, such incidents, like, are we not doing enough for them, things like I was asking myself, like, you know, what can I do to help? You know, although I'm just a normal lecturer working in a university, 
what can we do to help to empower the senior citizen community? So that is when I decided maybe this is the time to start an initiative on my own in Malaysia. So why not I come up with Banker Technology Senior, which is a series of workshops that would help them to learn more about technology. Yeah, senior citizens actually 60 years old and above. But uh, for Banker Technology Senior, we open the opportunities to pre-retirees as well. Because in our opinion, we think that it might be a little bit too late if uh, 60 years old then only want to start exposing them to technology. Why not we start it earlier, like around 55, and then they can also prepare for their retirement days. So based on your story, I guess um, what I can take away from it is that there is a willingness among the senior community to learn more about um, technology, mm-hmm. right? Is that fair to say? Yeah, like actually uh, they are quite similar like regardless of Malaysians or Hong Kongers, I think the seniors they have this characteristic like I would say, like I really really love to learn from them they have this grit, you know like I would say it's a grit and their willingness to learn compared to us, the younger people, right? They I think it's a, uh, how to say it, like it's a form of stereotype that we think that they are not willing to learn technology because it's something very modern and something very new. But as you as you interact with them, as you talk with them, they're actually very open to learn about technology. It's not about what we thought they are. So we've spoken about how the senior citizens yeah. have this uh, willingness to learn about new technology, right? But why do you think there is an assumption that they are not willing to learn about technology? I think the key point is like lack of communication. I mean, as a youngster myself, as, as the younger generation myself, like I often ask myself like, when was the last time that you have shared technology knowledge with someone older? Like when was the last time you talked about technology with your parents or your grandparents? So if you notice that if it is less frequently, then that is the thing that's happening to the younger generation as well. We don't really open up to this because we think that technology is not for them. So we communicate less about it. When we talk with them, we don't talk about technology because we already assume that, or maybe they are not interested. You know, all these assumptions, this maybe thing, but as soon as you uh, get connected to them, you will notice that they are actually very interested and very motivated to learn about technology. Only if we are patient enough to, you know, explain one by one to them. Because it's not their fault that they are not born in this era of technology, right? Like, we are quite lucky, like we are born, I mean, I'm from the 80s, so I'm born in between. Like, you know, we get to experience the analog and we get to experience the digital. But for the older generation, for those who are 60s and above right now, they are born as, uh, I would say, digital immigrants. Like they have to learn from scratch, they have to learn something new at the very later age. So it is not, I would say that it's not their fault to be born in the era. So we, we should have the patience now to share with all the, of this knowledge. I mean, like if they have the patience to share about ABC with us when we, like when we were younger, like they teach us about ABC, one, two, three and things. And it's the same approach to teaching them about technology knowledge now. That's, what, that's my personal opinion now. That was Tan Yun Yi, founder of Bengkel Technology Senior, a project that aims to empower senior citizens by teaching them how to use digital technology properly. We're going for a short break. Stay tuned. I'm Hanif Baharudin and this is I Love KL on BFM 89.9.
BFM 89.9 You're listening to I Love KL Bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city I'm Hanif Baharudin and I'm joined by Tan Yunyi Founder of Bengkil Technology Senior An initiative that teaches senior members of the community how to use technology Earlier in the show, she shared the story behind how she was inspired by her interaction with her grandma As well as her experience in Hong Kong that led to the setting up of this workshop Now she's going to explain how she plans her workshop, which is free by the way And the types of lessons available for the participants Okay, so when we first started the project, we realized that oh, actually we have we still have this technophobia among the senior citizens. Like they have this fear of their own gadget because they don't really know what their gadget can do. So we call that technophobia lah. So in order to uh, help them overcome their technophobia, so we introduced a two days course for uh, Bengkia Technology Senior. So the first day is basically uh, focusing on creativity, like we want them to have fun with their digital gadgets. That is how we uh, we introduce, you know, creating digital graphics, creating photographs, uh, creative photographs, and also digital videos just to have fun with them and let them know, you know, like you don't have to necessarily do all these uh, serious things with your gadget. You can also have fun with it. So we introduced, we even introduced Adobe Photoshop to them. At first, we, we thought that, oh, is this too hard for them? Will it be too challenging for them? But eventually, it's not. Like, as long as they know how to use it, they are actually exploring more than what we expected. So, um, during the second day, that's when we go to a more serious approach where we share about, you know, cyber uh, security, you know, like keselamatan cyber, like things you can do and things you should not do online. Like, for example, you should not expose your password to anybody else and how to, uh, you know, make, uh, create a stronger password and what happened if somebody asks for your, your credentials, your private information and things like that. And then during the evening session, we started introducing all these necessary applications, like things that would make their daily activities easier, like online shopping apps, and then our food delivery apps, e-hailing, and also recently we introduced medical apps as well, as we see that as a necessity for them. Like for example, if you need something to remind you to take medicine, to take your pills, for example, we have applications for that. So we introduce, like we, we tell them, you know, this is how you can use the apps to make your uh, daily activities easier. Yeah. Uh, I see. So it's less technical and more about the implementation of technology in your daily lives, right? And not so much about the technical aspects of using an app or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like we, because there's so many applications out there, right? So sometimes they might feel overwhelmed on, you know, what, what should we learn first or what is important for us to know and things like that. So uh, Bankel Technology is actually, uh, we are working as uh, an enabler. Lah. And then the real power to learn actually comes from the senior themselves. So we help them to learn and whether they are uh, willing to learn, it comes from them. Yeah. Um, who are your trainers? Uh, our trainers are fully volunteers and they are mostly lecturers as well in uh, private institutions and also in uh, public institutions. Yeah. So uh, the reason why we have 
lecturers as instructors as well because we know that they have experience in uh, teaching the younger generation in teaching the university students so we thought that maybe they can uh, you know why not put your expertise into educating into helping senior citizens to learn as well so we conduct research and development in uh, you know how to identify all these effective learning strategies are to help them learn better and easier Okay, how many courses have you conducted so far? Uh, so far, we have conducted uh, as a, a big class. We conducted three classes last year. We started in 2019 in Selangor. And then earlier this year, you know, before COVID hit, we were in uh, Johor. And then recently, we had one in Kelantan. Mm, yeah. Okay, so what's the feedback towards your Bengkil so far? Um, at first, uh, during our first uh, workshop in Selangor, it was actually quite challenging for us to get participants lah, because, you know, it's something very new or uncommon, I think, in Malaysia. And when we first approached the participants, they are quite, you know, uncertain, like they are unsure whether they should join in and maybe like they see us. They might see us as scammers, you know, like, like, who are you? Why are you offering this kind of free things? You know, nothing is free in this world. Why are you offering something free to us? Things like that. So we are trying to, you know, try to make that actually learning is a lifelong thing. And there's such thing as called as free education as well. So the, the most challenging thing is to convince them, you know, to join us. But eventually after joining us, they found that the courses are very helpful for them. We, we tell them uh, like, you know, these are all the necessary knowledge. You know, what What if something happened? What if something happened uh, to you or into Malaysia and we cannot go out that as frequently as we could? Like we couldn't, we have, you don't have the freedom to go out. So at that, at that point, we never thought that, you know, COVID will come, you know, like we were just thinking about the future. What happened? What, what if, what if, what if this, what if that? And then when COVID hit, we have several feedback from participants that they say, you know, uh, thankfully we attend your courses. Like it really prepares us for days like COVID, like where we cannot, you know, go out from our home as often as we want and things like that. Yeah. Mm, okay. So you've done your courses uh, in multiple places, right? Um, so based on your observations, are there any social or class gaps between uh, senior citizens that are perhaps a bit more exposed to technology versus those who are not? Uh, yeah, actually we prioritize, I mean, in order to join our program, we prioritize families from B40s and also senior citizens who are living alone. But uh, when there's empty, I mean, we, when we still have vacancies, we will accept senior citizens who, uh, who have registered but does not belong to any of these categories as well. So there are senior citizens who came in without any experience of using uh, mobile devices. Like they, we have participants who, you know, purposely purchase a mobile phone just to join our class. And we also have a senior citizen with like some experience in using gadget, but they are not sure of, you know, what else can I do with my gadget besides taking calls, besides WhatsApp, besides Facebook. Yeah, so uh, we put them into groups where we call this as peer learning. So besides learning from us, the younger volunteers, they are able to learn from their peers as well, a more knowledgeable peers. So from there, we can see there's knowledge sharing between uh, senior citizens of uh, different categories, yeah. So based on your efforts so far, what else can be done to improve or help the community? 
um, like for our scope, we could only focus on how to improve their digital literacy because me, myself and my team, we are not a group of gerontologists. No, we are not a group of geriatricians that we really understand. You know, we are not experts that would understand the real situation of the senior citizens. What we wanted to do is just, you know, what can we do to help the senior citizen in terms of technology knowledge and things like that? Yeah. Uh, I see. But would that be an interesting alternative to explore as well? Collaborating with geriatricians to perhaps um, explore uh, deeper the relationship that you have with uh, senior citizens? Actually, we are currently working with a group of uh, geriatricians from University Science Malaysia, Kelantan as well, to understand better, okay, from the medical perspective, what are the other factors that are, you know, affecting them, like what are influencing them as well. Yeah, so we will be expanding towards that direction. Do you think that it's kind of timely that you've uh, decided to set up this workshop at a time when digital connection is more important than ever now? Yeah, like we are actually very, we are, we are glad that we started the project earlier, like before COVID hits, because like right now it's very challenging, you know, to get closer to the senior citizen community because they are in the vulnerable uh, category. So actually when they learn technology, what we think is important is this social interaction thing. Like, you know, we would like to connect the disconnected. So the most effective approach would be the face-to-face approach where we can be there for them to support their learning. So I think it's a very it's a very timely thing that we started the project earlier that we although we might not be able to help every senior citizen in Malaysia, but we're already starting this initiative to make the public aware that, you know, we have this senior citizen community who are just adapting to technology into their daily lives. And we should be there to help them transition into the digital lifestyle as well. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. But um, speaking of that, uh, we're now unfortunately in the midst of pandemic. So how has uh, BenQ Technology Senior been affected by that? Yeah, so uh, when MCO first started, we, I am quite worried about the senior citizen community. Like, you know, especially when we started introducing, you know, QR code scans, we started to encourage the public to to migrate into digital platforms and things like that. So I was very worried, you know, like I keep on thinking what will happen to them who are just getting started with digital services. So during the first two months of MCO, I encouraged the volunteers you know, like although we are not able to do uh, Benkel as usual, but you can start it as your own personal initiative as well. So what we do is like when we do our uh, our grocery shopping like once a week uh, during the MCO, right? We will do some observation as well. So if we notice that if there's any senior citizens who are facing difficulties in, you know, scanning the QR codes, uh, registering their contact details, I would encourage them to approach the senior citizens and offer their help. You know, it's fine if they rejected their help because maybe they are not ready or maybe they are, uh, you know, with all these online scams, we, we don't want them to think us as scammers as well. So what we do is we offer that kind of help during the uh, MCO. After that, and we have all these SOPs. We start to have this SOP. Okay, uh, if you want to conduct workshop, if you want to conduct events, these are the SOPs that you should follow and things like that. So we are adhering, I mean, we are following the SOPs very uh, closely. So if we were to conduct 
any bengkel, any uh, workshop sessions in the future, we will still be following the SOPs. Uh. And then we have people asking us as well, say, why not you migrate your workshop sessions online as well? Like every institution, I mean, universities are doing that. You know, we are, we are migrating our teaching and learning online. So we actually tried that you know, to start our workshop sessions uh, online. But we found out that it is not as effective as face-to-face -face approach because you can imagine them, you know, it is not very common for senior citizens to have multiple gadgets. Like for the younger generation, we will have at least one laptop and one mobile device. So as we learn, we have this, we can uh, maneuver between these two gadgets. But for senior citizens, mostly they only have one gadget, which is their own uh, mobile device. So imagine them having to go through online classes and also tapping into the digital apps as well. You know, they have to switch between, uh, for example, if you are using WebEx, if you are using Zoom, if you are using a WhatsApp video call, they have to switch between using uh, the video call uh, app and also the digital app. So it's very challenging uh, for them. So it is not as effective as the face-to-face -face learning approach. So that is why for Bank Care Technology Senior, we would like to solely focus on this face-to-face -face approach. Yeah. All right, to summarize, and especially coming from the point of view of uh, somebody who's a bit younger, uh, do you think that we need to also play our part in uh, bridging that digital literacy gap uh, between the younger demographic and the more senior members of the society? Do you think that we need to put aside our uh, sometimes preconceived notions um, regarding the uh, senior members of the society? Because I, I personally experienced it as well. I used to think that, you know, the senior citizens are very scary. Will they be listening to us, the younger generation and things like that? But as I engage in this kind of project, I realized that a lot of things are just assumptions that, and also stereotypes. Yeah, so when we start opening up to them and they will start opening up to us again and when these conversations happen, this intergenerational interaction happen, we realize that yeah, we can actually treat them as a friend, as a buddy, and there's nothing to be afraid of. And also, they are very uh, open to technology learning. Yeah. And for those out there who would like to um, find out more or get in touch with Bankill Technology Senior, where can they go to? Uh, well, they can uh, visit us on our Facebook, our official Facebook, which is uh, Bankill Technology Senior. So normally, we will update, we will post updates on our uh, Facebook page for any future uh, announcement on the future workshops and things like that. You've been tuning in to I Love KL and that was the voice of Tan Yun Yi, founder of Bengkil Technology Senior, a project that empowers the older generation by educating them about digital technology. That's all we have for this episode of I Love KL. If you miss any part of the show, you can check out the podcast at bfm.my slash ilovekl, our app which you can find via Google Play and the App Store and also Spotify. Don't forget to also follow the station on Twitter at BFM Radio. My name is Sanif Baharuddin and you have been tuning in to I Love KL, bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city. Remember to maintain physical distancing and stay safe. Join us again next week only on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, 
go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.